This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. I'm mad. Because the Seattle storm made me respect the word. And that is not the word. This is the wrong bird. This is Sue Bird. And I'm heated. Because for like a month straight, I knew that Seattle was going to play the Mystics. And I was just so sure. I was just for certain that the Mystics were going to beat them. My campaign was the Sue Bird farewell tour ends in D.C. That was my campaign. But it did not. It continues. And honestly, Sue Bird had an amazing game in game two. I watched game two. I made it a point to watch game two. I knew if we won, first of all, shouldn't have lost game one. That was ridiculous. Had the lead, had a double-digit lead at one point, and they just choked it away. I mean, they were playing great defense, and then next thing you know, Jewel Lloyd hits a shot. Gabby Williams hits a big shot. Brianna Stewart hits a big shot. Just those three. They were killing us down the stretch. I thought we had them. I thought we had them for sure. And then when it was crunch time, when it was all on the line, turnover. Turnover. What I was thinking after game one, I was like, this team is not good at closing games. Choked the game against the Liberty at home. That was the first game. They choked the game against the Sparks in L.A. and in D.C. Don't know how we let them win the season series. Both of those losses were one possession games. Unbelievable. I watched the Connecticut game with my friend Zach. And that was another game without Deladon. He had a 17-point lead. And then we just go cold in the fourth quarter and then they just straight up choke in the fourth quarter in overtime. Don't run no offensive sets. Everyone's taking tough shots. I, same thing. Same thing against Storm. You cannot do that against the Storm. And the telecast in game two, they kept raving about the Mystics' defense. They got torched. They got cooked. They got punished. It was a clinic by the storm. It seems like it was bombs away. I swear they made like their first five threes. Sue Bird alone made her first three three-pointers. I kid you not. Jewel Lloyd did nothing in game one until the fourth quarter. It, you, you know... It was some BS. See, I thought Natasha Cloud was going to take her out of the series. Nope. I knew something was wrong when Jewel Lloyd crossed up. I think it was Ariel Atkins. And she also went behind the back on Natasha Cloud. Natasha Cloud is like a first-team all-WNBA type defender. When I saw that, I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Jewel Lloyd is like that. That step back she has, unbelievable. Leave her open, it's a wrap. But, man, I really thought this team could go all the way, especially with how they started. And I was like, Natasha Cloud is a great all-around player. Shakira Austin is coming into her own. Ariel Atkins is an all-star. And Della Don is just one of the best players in the league. But what I started to realize, starting with the Sparks game, where Deladon went 2 for 12, is this woman is human. This woman is mortal. There, she really can't do it all. She really can't carry us to where we got to go. I, I start having doubts. I held on to that belief, man, as long as I could, man. She had 26 in game one. Game two, um, she just couldn't make a three. She couldn't make a three at all. 
I, I mean, I'm looking at this five for 14, one for five from three. I, I swear to God, she probably made that three. She actually made that three in the second half. But she could not buy a three. And they did, the telecast did a story on her dad uh, working with her shot. Still couldn't get anything to fall. So hopefully in the off season, you know, she figures some things out. This was like her first healthy season since 2019. They managed her very well. I didn't like all the load managing, but obviously it worked out. Uh, wow. And Shakira Austin, 29 minutes. This is game two. 0 for 3. Three turnovers, two points. Had as many field goals and turnovers as points. You can't be serious. Natasha Cloud, 7 for 16. That's okay. But she missed some big shots down the stretch. But ultimately, the reason why the Mystics are at home and not playing the Aces right now, they just could not play defense, especially down the stretch. And on offense, they got stagnant. No one, it seemed like no one can really create their own shot outside of, Cloud and Atkins and Deladon. I I can't believe it, man. I, I just the storm with a better team and that Sue Bird logo three at the end of the game. No, it wasn't a logo three. No, Secura Austin fell for a pump fake at the logo and she reset and got a three off of that. Um also uh Tina Charles outplaying Shakira Austin. Shakira Austin was basically Tina Charles' replacement. I thought we were going to keep Tina Charles. We ended up drafting our future center. And, you know, know, Tina Charles taught her replacement a lesson. It is what it is. Sue Bird had 18 and 10 and two steals. What? Man, what? She literally turned back the clock. She punished us. Brianna Stewart, almost a triple-double. And I swear to God, like, she had like 20 and 10 in just in the second half alone. I I just, I'm done, man. I, I cannot believe it ended this way. I really disrespected the bird. And I paid for it. Just like the NFC East is going to pay for disrespecting the bird. But that's a good thing. Having to respect the bird in the WNBA playoffs, if you're a Mystics fan, is a bad thing. We're at home watching the rest of the playoffs. God damn. You can't be serious. Man. Better luck next year. You know, I'm looking at the free agents. So the free agents for the Mystics, I mean, it's no one really notable like that it's uh okay alicia clark solid veteran for us was a starter love her toughness toughness she used to play for seattle i guess gabby williams plays her role now it's just a very solid veteran i would love to keep her but you know she's 36 she costs she makes six figures and i'm like hmm uh, you know, I'm going to leave that up to the front office. You know, we can get someone younger and cheaper. Up to them. Uh, Elizabeth Williams ends up being a backup center that didn't really play much. She got hurt and everything. I, If y'all want to keep her, fine. I think we can find better options. Shatori Walker Kimbrough had 12 off the bench in game two. I would love to keep her. Rui Machida is a restricted free agent. I didn't know she was 30. That's crazy. I love her energy off the bench. I don't really need her, but, I mean, but, hey, whatever. You know, we'll see. Tiana Hawkins, kind of a end-of-the-bench veteran, 32. I mean, I guess, man. But the most important thing, we keep our core, okay? You got Ariel Atkins. You got Deladon. You got... Shakira Austin. She got Natasha Clout. They're all coming back. They're all coming back. 
we got Maisha Maisha Hines Allen, even though she's inconsistent. Now, if we have room to fill in some holes, this free agent class is pretty cool. I don't think we're going to get Brianna Stewart. Her value is $228,000. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm looking at these WNBA rosters, and, you know, I'm sure there's a salary cap, and not everyone can make six figures. I would love to have Brianna Stewart. That's probably not going to happen. She's probably going to re-sign with the Seattle Storm. Donna Tarasi, come on, man. Like, we could just come down on that price tag. I'd love to have her come off the bench. Um, <laughs> Brittany Griner, yeah, no. I, I don't think she's going to be in town. I, I don't think she's going to be in the States for a while. I'm just going through it. Uh... Candace Parker is a free agent. Would love to have her. If if once again, if it's a lower at a lower price tag, uh, we can bring the band back together and have Emma Misaman and maybe Alicia Clark and uh, also uh, Chrissy Tolliver is a free agent. Uh, would love to have Emma Misaman back. I would love to have her back. She was a key part of our, you know, championship run in 2019. She's doing well for Chicago right now. Would love to have her back. Um, Amanda Zoe B is a center we could put in that Elizabeth Williams backup center role. Allie Quigley and Courtney Vandersloot are free agents. I'm sure they're a package deal. I, I, I really doubt we get them, but I'd love to have them. Derricka Hamby, a solid veteran, would love to have her. Uh, Chene Gumlake, of course, and her sister, they're both free agents. Would love to have Chene for lustful reasons, but <laughs> I would love to have her nonetheless. But yeah, this is a lot about WNBA. Uh, real quick, the playoffs, uh, the Liberty, Liberty almost stole, tried to steal the series from Chicago. They won game one, I was shocked, and then the series went exactly how I thought it'd go. In the next two games, they got ran off the floor, especially game two. They lost by, like, 40. Like, that's how I thought the series was going to go from the beginning. But Seattle, no, but Chicago just had to fool around. Dallas and Connecticut now, I thought that was going to be a wipeout. It wasn't. Game one was a wipeout. Game two was a wipeout, but Dallas won. Finally, they get a Rike back. But she tried to play through injury. I, I've been I've been there. If it's if a bad enough injury, you are pretty much useless. And she's pretty much useless. And they got ran off their home floor. So those two home teams that had the advantage of having game three at their place, they both got blown out. It didn't matter because they weren't the better team. Listen. The Mercury, oh, and that's another thing. Sophie Cunningham's a restricted free agent. I I think a lot of teams are going to be trying to offer her, and it's up to Phoenix to see if she want to match. I would love to have Sophie Cunningham, even if, as like a six-woman off the bench. I would, would love to because that would just be firepower that y'all ain't prepared for. But it's probably not going to happen. Probably staying with Phoenix, but whatever. Just, just way too much aces. What, way too much firepower. Like the, the ace. Like Phoenix is missing. Skylar Diggins, Brittany Griner, Shea Petty. It's like the whole team, bro. Diana Taurasi didn't even play. Like, come on, man. It's a wipeout, bro. That's pretty much it. I mean, they went chalk in the playoffs to start off. So it's Aces versus Storm. That's going to be an entertaining series. You got Connecticut and Chicago, part two. They played last year, and Chicago upset Connecticut and won it all. Uh, we'll see what happens this time with Chicago being a higher seed. Um, Chicago should win that series, but I don't know. Connecticut, they got the motivation of last year, and they got – the right pieces, you know, they got they got Alyssa Thomas, they got the MVP uh John Quell Jones, Dewana Bonner is a bucket. Uh 
Oh my God, the girl I like from Baylor, Odyssey Sims. Yeah, I, oh my God, when she was at Baylor, I really liked her. <laughs> her and um, uh, PJ Brown's daughter. Yeah, I, I like them. Even though they was busting my team, you know what? I I loved them. <laughs> Those were my girls. But yeah, Odyssey Sims doing great for Connecticut, and just one more piece that they have as firepower against Chicago because they're, they're going to need it. Uh, we'll see. Well, it looked like we're on a collision course for Las Vegas, Chicago. And if that's the case, then Las Vegas is going to win. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. That I swear that's the most I've ever talked about the WNBA in my life. But I just had to. I couldn't resist. Now, on to some baseball. Since the Nationals are trash, I had to go to New York to watch some real baseball. So, Yankees versus Mets was fire. What? Well, for real, man, it was like that. First of all, it was packed. Every seat, it seemed like almost every seat was filled. I think every seat was filled, and the energy was everything I've ever imagined. It was definitely half Yankees fans, half Mets fans. I loved it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they both were equally as loud. Okay, the Yankees fans were a little bit louder. I mean, they were at home. But, man, I just took it all in, man. I, The way the stadium looks, taking the train to get there. Uh, man, no one really cared that I had on a Nationals shirt. All those fans in front of me, all these these young Yankees fans beside me and in front of me, they all they did was take pictures <laughs> and put it on Snapchat and Instagram. I'm like, they weren't that young. They probably like college age, so they they weren't that much younger than me. But yeah. I just took it all in, man. I got me a chicken tender basket and took the dish home because it was like a souvenir. I didn't keep the cup, though. But, yeah, man, it was, it was awesome. They didn't have no 50-50 like the Nats. But when the Yankees won, they played that Frank Sinatra, and I forgot all about the guy. I I forgot how good he was. <laughs> Man, I want to sing the New York song so bad. But one, I forgot the words. And two, I don't feel like singing. But <laughs> that's what they do after wins. And I learned something. And their Twitter after that win was just outstanding. If you can go back to that tweet of when they beat the Mets, either game, because both games, same score, similar type games with with um judge hitting a home run in both games oh by the way every time judge went up to bat mvp 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 chance every time and also when um big guy vogelbach from the mets hit that home run bro the mets fans went absolutely crazy i was like that was a loud that was one of the loudest visiting roars i've ever heard it's probably the loudest i've heard since the cubs scored that like ninth inning run against the nats back in i think it was 2018 it was a while ago it was it was a game i was at i think it was fourth of july like it was just oh my god man what what an atmosphere. <laughs> it's like late in the game, you would hear a let's go Yankees, let's go Mets, let's go Yankees, let's go Mets. Oh, man. Oh, man. That is what sports is all about. Man, you, you got y'all got to go to one of these Yankees Mets games. I need to try a Yankees Red Sox game. I want to see how that goes. Man, inner city rivalry, 
Good, clean fun. Yankees fans are hilarious. Someone stormed the field and got tackled. Got gang tackled. <laughs> then the I guess the guy with the with the hot dog and the beer, it was at my game. I don't know where he was sitting, but what in the world was that? What were you thinking? <laughs> oh man. It was fun. I got my souvenir. Uh the Yankees win. The Yankees win. And you know that. Man, I, I think I can get with this bandwagon. After going to a game and seeing how their fans are, I can get on this bandwagon in the playoffs. I am more than happy with it. Cause I, and they beat the Mets for me. They swept them. See, I told Ben and any other Mets fan listening, that you aren't going to bring that mess to the Bronx. They swept the Yankees in Queens, but I knew in the Bronx they would be in trouble, even though the Yankees were sliding. They've won three straight since Aaron Boone slapped the tables, and the Yankees fans are making memes about that all day, and I am crying laughing because they are hilarious. I can get with this fan base. I like them. They kind of remind me Eagles fans, but just maybe a little bit crazier. I love it. You had one job. That was to beat the Mets, and you did it. Thank you very much. On behalf of all the NLEs fans that cannot stand the Mets. <laughs> man, oh, man. Now, let's get to the actual Nationals, though. Trash, and you know that. But somehow, they split with the Padres, and every game was close. And I'm just like, wow, the Padres might be in trouble. They're still right there in the wild card race. But, man, this team is not that good. Josh Bell woke up. Of course he woke up against the Nationals, and their two wins he had RBIs in both. Juan Soto hit the game-winning home run in that first win, and Josh Bell hit the game winner in the second game. Bruh, what is this, man? What is this former Nats getting home runs and RBIs against us this season? It's just par for the course, man. It's just, it's just part of this nightmare season. Even Anthony Rendon. Got a game-winning RBI against us. Damn! The man did nothing this year, but he made sure he did that. Man, you got to be kidding me, man. This season is unreal. But, you know, the Nats still somehow make you proud to be a baseball fan. Just, I mean, proud to be a Nats fan somehow, some way. You know, they'll give you momentary you know they'll give you some moments of joy here and there you know this this is the current Nats the last like three years or so every now and then they'll give you a little bit of joy in the midst of all the pain like I mean Alex Cole hitting that go-ahead home run against the Padres that was amazing we called Cole and he delivered. I love it. And Joey Menenses hit another home run against Seattle. Uh, you know what's funny? The Nats have won three or four against Seattle. Three or four. Julio Rodriguez hit a home run in the second game. But it didn't matter because the Nats somehow won. I'm just like, wow. Three out of four against the Mariners. That's about as crazy as them splitting with the Dodgers and splitting with the Padres. That is just mind-blowing. But we can't beat the Phillies. We can't beat anyone in our division. But we'll split with those guys. This season is just unbelievable. But you know what I'm happy for? Ha, 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 Finally! <laughs> Finally! Kay Cavalli. 
the sooner. Finally called him up. Finally. For this game against the Reds. The game that just happened earlier as I'm recording. By the time you hear this, the game would have been happened already. It, it did happen. Lost. He gave up six hits. Seven earned. And I'm just like, damn. You know what? That's right up there with Anibal Sanchez. I think he gave up seven and so did Strasburg when they came back. It's the first game, but it, it gave us some excitement. Uh, according to Grant Paulson, Susanna, an 18-year-old 6'6 pitcher we got from the Padres, is throwing 103 mile an hour fastballs. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't wait till they work with him and get him to the majors. Y'all in trouble. James Wood looking like a knockoff uh, Aaron Judge. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Y'all are in trouble. When these guys grow up. And I'm telling you right now. Same thing with Cavalli. Once he get better. It is a wrap. For sure. This was one game. Remember now the Reds in Cincinnati. The first game against the Nats. They won like 8-1. Let's see what happens the rest of the series. It's going to be a bunch of people there because the Nationals threw like a bunch of promotions and made tickets start at $9. So best believe people are going to be pulling up to that ballpark. But I'm not going back to the ballpark till Tuesday, August 30th, so I can get a Hawaiian shirt. We're playing the Athletics. I wish Kay Cavalli could pitch that game because then I could get the Sooner baseball guys going against each other. Uh, Kay Cavalli versus Sheldon Noisy. I would love that. It's probably not going to happen. I don't even know if Sheldon Noisy is going to play. I mean, he got sent to AAA, and the only reason they brought him back because they let go of Andrews. That should be interesting. Can't wait to get my Hawaiian shirt. I'm going to be sized. <laughs> I can't wait. But the Nats, trash. But yet, they be sneaking out these games anyway, and I'm just just mind blown. Now, I'm going to segue into this. The MLB schedule came out. Like, I was going to talk about the NBA schedule, but the MLB schedule, uh, yeah. See, I was looking for some things like when do the Nats go to Philly? When, when does Cleveland come here? Do we go to Cleveland? Does Cleveland come to us? For the first time in history, they should have been did this, by the way. All 30 teams are playing each other. Welcome to the future. The future is now. (laughs) The future is now. So now you get to see every MLB team. But for the second year in a row, we're going to the Angels. But that's okay because the Angels come to Baltimore. I I haven't looked at when that game is, but that's on my radar we get the Reds on 4th of July. I'm always looking for who's 4th of July. Um, usually, they give us an opponent they think we can beat. That's got to be it. Because I don't I don't understand the Reds on 4th of July. Uh, I'll take it. Hopefully, we get a Hunter Green versus Kate Cavalli. Or Mackenzie Gore versus, versus uh, Hunter Green. I would love that. But... Yeah, uh, but since we got this schedule, why not the Red Sox again? Why not the Yankees? Why not the Dodgers? Uh, I know we did the Dodgers thing on 4th of July, and we got smoked, and it was a bullpen game. That was that was the day uh, Trevor Bauer was supposed to pitch, but they suspended him. See, yeah, we could have did that, but, hey, they, they decided to do the Reds. Okay, fine. Texas comes to us. I was hoping they go to Dallas, but... Texas comes to us this time. Let's see. Baltimore Nationals. I I don't know. I forgot if the Orioles come to us first or we go to them. But, see, I'm going to pull up the Orioles schedule now because this this is blowing me. Like, we play them pretty early in the season. We play Cleveland earlier in the season. Oh, we play the Astros. That's right. I need to see when that is. I am about to check the Nats, Nats schedule, I promise. Uh, 
Uh, let's see. Yeah, here we go. I, I'm looking as we speak because I need to know when are the angels come to town. I promise you I'm, I'm off it after this because DC, the, the Nats go to LA, angels and the Dodgers, obviously. Uh, let's see. Let me quit playing. Let me quit playing. <laughs> That's my motto. Let me quit playing. <laughs> That's one of my catchphrases. <laughs> oh man, but I'm very excited for this new type of schedule. The Nats go to the Yankees. I think in late August, around this time next year, they'll they'll be in New York, and most likely I'm going to go. Even though I'd rather see Yankees Red Sox or Yankees uh, Mets, uh, I would love to see the Nats try to win a game at the Yankees. Stadium, they split with them last time they did. So, I'll uh, see what happens this time. Oh, Lord, here go, here go the Nats schedule. Uh, I'm trying to get to it. Trying to get to it. Oh, Lord, Jesus. Aha! It don't even... Listen, man, at this point, bro, it don't even matter. We in last place. We got 83 losses. They're on the race to 100, and they're in first place. Like, absolutely trash. But, you know, I want to make some trips. They're going to Seattle again, and that's on my radar. I could try to make a trip out there, but, you know, we'll see. I'm not, not too sure yet. Um, Still got the Orioles scheduled up. Ha! Huh, they start with the Yankees. Ha! Huh, they got the Yankees in April. Oh, yeah, the Orioles come to us first. Okay, sounds good. I love that. Uh, let's see, May. Okay, Tampa Bay, I might have to see. There it is, versus the Angels, four-game series in May. Okay, I'm make sure I'm around for that. Got to see that. Would love to see it. Um, okay. Okay, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Let's see. Uh, now let's go back to the Nat schedule. Man, these guys. Trash. Now, what about the Red Sox? The Nats and the Red Sox. Oh, we oh, we open with the Braves. Bruh. Nah, we got to win, bro. We can't, we can't start over the L to the Braves. Oh, we don't start out in Pittsburgh in April. That's awesome. That's that's another game on my radar, going to Pittsburgh. It's it's a nice excuse to go to Pittsburgh. It's five hours away. Oh, yeah, the Philly series before 4th of July. Huh. So I would go to Philly before coming back home for 4th of July. That's the plan. Hope that works out because that's going to be fun. Uh... At Chicago's on my radar. Always the the Mets. I don't know if I want to see that because the Mets are so much better than us. At Reds in August. Another chance to go see the Nats in Philly in in uh early August. At the Yankees this time next year. Can't wait. Where's the oh the Red Sox? Oh the Red Sox come to us. Their fans. Oh, their fans about to be annoying. Oh, the White Sox come to us. Oh, that's that's an exotic game. I'd be interested in that. But yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I just did I just did live schedule looking right now. Hey, that's crazy. But also the NBA schedule came out. So I had to see when Hawks and Mavs are, was. I think that's sometime next year. Of course, I had to see when Hawks and Knicks was. Uh, they getting that out the way. There's a game November 2nd. I already got my train ticket for it. Now I got to get the game ticket in the hotel. So I'm definitely going to that. The December 7th one, I doubt I'll go. Both of them on Wednesday night. Both of them are on a Wednesday night. I usually play basketball, but Trey Young at the Garden, I got to go see it. I have to. They got a double header here, the Hawks, like back-to-back games here. That's weird. 
But whatever, I'm going to see one of them. Yeah, I just got to pick and choose which which one I want to see. LeBron comes here on December 4th, literally the day after OU and Villanova. That could be a really good sports weekend for me, especially if OU and the Wizards win. That'd be perfect. Uh, already said I was I was trying to go to Cleveland uh, March 17th, I believe. That's the easier one to go to because October 23rd, I'm not really interested in going to Cleveland then, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, yeah, Jokic versus Embiid is end of January, I believe. That's that's on my radar. Uh, I got to see when Houston and Detroit is. I'm trying to see that. I got to see who Oklahoma City's playing in November. Uh, matter of fact, yep, let's look right now. Let's see who they playing in November because I plan to go to Oklahoma in November before Thanksgiving. Uh, let's see. Ha <laughs> ha Yeah. All right. This this is the last. Yeah, this this is the last thing. I think Memphis Memphis comes to DC earlier in the season. Interested in seeing that. The Thunder, the week I'm in Oklahoma, are on a road trip. Wow, what are the odds? And one of the games, they're going to be in D.C. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. That's a terrible break. But that's okay. Chet Holmgren isn't playing. But, you know, hey, maybe I can go see them in Brooklyn like I did before. You know, KD didn't play. Kyrie didn't play. But they, they showed out. I would love to see that again. When is that? So I can kind of make a note of it. Sunday... January 15th. Okay, I will think about it. That seems very tempting. We'll see. But yeah, very excited for the NBA schedule. Still would love to go to the Warriors and Grizzlies on Christmas. That is the main event, in my opinion. That would be so much fun. I think the Warriors are coming to D.C. like in the spring, late winter. Hopefully Curry is playing this time. Yeah, just saying. Just just looking forward to it, you know. Just looking forward to it. It's it's you look at it, you get all happy about what's to come and then boom, it's over just like that. <laughs> then you on to the next thing. And I'm I'm waiting on um I'm waiting on the college basketball schedule to come out so I can start making my plans. To go to Kansas City to see uh, Kansas versus OU, so I'm waiting on that. Uh, yeah, let's see what happens. Uh, let's see anything else. Yeah, let's get to some quick takes. DC United trash, just absolutely trash. Now, before I keep going. Uh, I watched game two of the Mystics and Storm at the Caesar Sportsbook. For all my D.C. people, that is a good spot to watch some games. Maybe you can bet on some sports. The food is actually good. I'm like, wow, I was expecting that. Uh, they got big screen TVs everywhere, especially up top. Man, it is a, it is a sports better, sports bar paradise. Well, it's not paradise. It's it's pretty good. It's it's a great place to go if you want to go out to eat and watch some sports. Now, DC United, trash. These guys have not scored a goal since July thirty first. These guys is hurting for a goal. These brothers starving for gold. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, some of these losses, hard-fought games, only lost by one out in L.A. They tied with New York Red Bull. Oh, I'll take that. Uh, only lost to New England by one. But, man, that Philly game, 6 nothing. Now, I was going to go to that game because I was kind of heated that 
you know, I was in the lobby in Dallas watching that D.C. United-Philly game, and they just absolutely ran us off the field. I thought, surely, they come to D.C., we're going to get our revenge, we're going to make them pay for beating us 7 nothing in Philly, and then they come to D.C. and win 6 nothing. Like, I wish I was making this up. But I'm not. I'm heated. They trash. I told you. Wayne Rooney wasn't going to help. At some point, we're going to need some talent on the field. Philadelphia has just hurt my soul. It's not the Eagles, man. It's these dang union. I mean, Lord Jesus. Let me get the MLS standings real quick. Oh, my God. Look at that. Philly. Oh, my God. Of course, Philly is leading the Eastern Conference. They might be leading the whole... Yeah, they got the second most points in the MLS, and they're leading the Eastern Conference. This is real life. They smoked us, bro. I mean, just, just look at DC United. Oh, my God. They is so bad. They're in last by eight points. They ain't catching nobody. It's a wrap. Ooh, Baker Mayfield ran over somebody. Boy, sit down, boy. Easy money. <laughs> anyway, man, these two United garbage, bro. I I don't know if I can go to a game. I I just I I don't think I can handle it. KD. Now on the KD. The saga is over for now. So he met with Josiah and Steve Nash. And I guess Sean Marks. And I guess they come to agreement. <laughs> I like what people on Twitter said. Uh, they come to an agreement for him to honor his contract. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, that was pretty much it. So Kyrie, KD, Ben Simmons, they're all there. Oh, that's right. I got to look for when the Nets and Sixers play each other. So and Nets and Bucks. I think Nets and Bucks is a game I could possibly go to. That's uh, on February 28th in Brooklyn. I'm very interested in that game. Anytime them two play, it it's fireworks. So I'm very interested in going. I just might go. We'll see. Especially if the Wizards suck. I, I might have to get away and watch some real basketball, you know. <laughs> Oh, man, but KD, man, oh, my God. And then right after that, right after that was announced, uh, Patrick Beverly tweeted something about, you know, KD holding people up, you know, like free agents and trade chips. His decision affects other people who are, you know, not as fortunate and don't, you know, make as much money as him. And KD tweeted back, Blame KD. <laughs> I felt like he's tweeted something like that before. But <laughs> that little back and forth was funny. And, and Patrick Beverly's with the Lakers. And I'm like, and now I'm hearing rumors that they're going to trade Russ for real this time. And I'm just like, and I keep hearing the Buddy Hill, Miles Turner for Russell Westbrook trade. I would love that. Like, Westbrook would put butts in seats in Indiana. I mean, I don't know if they needed any help with that, but for sure they would do that. He would do that. And on the flip side, Buddy Hill and Miles Turner just adds firepower to the Lakers. And I, I think they would they would be a solid team if everyone can stay healthy. But KD, KD was wilding, bro. He was doing too much. Now, hopefully everyone can just sit down and play basketball now. But, you know, we'll see. Now, don't be surprised if these guys, uh, Kyrie Irving and KD, don't be surprised if they get traded at the trade deadline or before the trade deadline. Just wait and see. Just keep watching this, especially if the team's not doing that great. Don't be surprised they pull off a last-minute deal at the trade deadline. But, you know, how many games can they win? Uh, I say a good 50. Uh, that would be, I think that's a good number. 
It's going to be hard for them to beat Miami and Milwaukee and Boston. I haven't even thought about the Heat and the Bulls. It's going to be tough. It's tough competition in the East alone. Now I haven't even got to the West. It's going to be tough competition. But they with, with talent like that, they can at least win 50 games. Come on now. Uh, who we got now? Deshaun Watson. See, I was wrong to say he deserves a year. Because I don't know. I don't have all the facts of the case. I don't know exactly what happened. He wasn't charged with anything. He wasn't found guilty of anything. So I ha- I really got to be careful with that. I can't just, just go with what everyone said and just believe all the accusations. If, if what happened is true, he don't need to be playing football. He needs help. He's going to get help anyway. Or he needs to be in, in jail, too. If if everything he did was true, he needs to be in jail. But we don't know if it's true. So, instead of getting in a legal battle, the NFL probably just, you know, took that compromise and did 12 games and a $5 million fine, which the more I thought about it, the more I thought that was the, the right way to go. Six is too light. A year would most certainly get you in a lawsuit and it would just be messy so they took the compromise of 12 games and the sean watson we back in december against the texans they need to move that to prime time because that's a must-see tv and the sean watson will be coming to dc if he's healthy and uh i plan to see that um i want to see how many people protest this guy <laughs> i gotta see that or, you know, if I lose interest in that, hey, everyone on the East Coast is playing. There's a Giants game. There's an Eagles game. They're all playing. So I got – I can pick a game. Eagles playing the Saints. Giants playing somebody. Or maybe the Jets, one of them playing. And then you got Commanders and – what's that? Even the Ravens are at home. They're playing the Steelers. So I got plenty of options on New Year's. But, you know, I'm like, man, Deshaun Watson really skated by on that one. He, he We ain't skate by, but he definitely he definitely can live with what just happened. And I guess that's just best for both sides for now. The only thing that can keep him off the field past 12 games is a legal miracle or divine intervention. I'm just saying. All right, last thing before the GOAT level combo. Uh, Banana Land, this new type of baseball uh, thing in Savannah, Georgia. Like the Savannah Savannah Bananas against whoever their opponent be (laughs) at these games. But it's baseball. You got people dancing. Uh, I, I saw one of the rules that said if the fan catch a foul ball, you out. Uh, it goes inning by inning, so you literally have to, you know, win each inning. So it's like it's like a series, you know, like like a seven game series. Like each inning is like a game. Man, oh man, that down that looks lit, and they're going on tour next year, and hopefully they come to DC. Uh, I I would love to see them because that that's just an interesting twist on baseball that I've never thought. And even the girls that were sitting in front of me at the Yankees game were talking about Banana Land. It's growing, and it's growing fast, and it's coming to a park near you, I'm sure. This is like, this got to be like and one, the and one. This got to be like the baseball version of and one street ball. It's just, it's so lit, man. You got to check it out. It's so much fun. It makes baseball look really fun. So the hypothetical next week, if I don't BS, will be the Sooner Legends. You know, my top five uh, favorite Sooner football and softball players versus the Savannah Bananas. Probably in soccer, maybe basketball. I To be determined, to be determined, we'll find out. 
I'll come up with something. It's going to be fun. But yeah, you should check out Banana Land. It is lit and it's growing fast. All right, goat level combo. So one of the the first principles of goat level is affirmations. You got to tell yourself you're the goat. You're the goat. You're the greatest of all time. You got to look in the mirror and say, I'm simply the greatest. I'm the best. I'm the best ever. Now, today, I want you to combine that with just take that L. So, you want to call yourself the greatest of all time. You have to learn to just take that L. Another one. See, it sounds like it don't make sense because the greatest, all they do is win, right? And just taking that L, just take that L is a twofold thing. You take a lot of L's and you give a lot of L's. You're the greatest of all time. You give a lot of L's. But at some point, you got to take them. Because in GOAT level, it's the losses that provide lessons that'll make you a legend. So the more L's you take in practice, the less you're going to take in the game. Just saying, your your opponent won't be prepared. You're going to be on another level because you would have learned your lessons way before they did. And you know the faster you learn, the quicker you get it. And the quicker you get it, the quicker you master something, the more results you're going to have. You're just going to be on another level. The GOAT level. So, the faster you learn those lessons and, okay, the faster you learn the lessons, the faster you become a legend. And when you're a legend, you give out way more L's than you receive. And then that will lead, depending on your mindset, to happiness. Because you'll feel great with all them dubs. All them L's turning into dubs. Just saying, man. You got to love it. You got to love it. It's just go level principles. I have a tough time following it. But I promise you, when I do, it's over. It's over. Vince Carter style. Anyway, man. (laughs) You already know it's a wrap. GoatLevelTees.com for all things Goat Level. So you already know that I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Goat Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.